Hi guys, welcome to the Shameless Podcast. My name is D, or you could call me Derry, and you're welcome to today's podcast. Okay, today's podcast is very intense because I got it from um, just reading the Word of God and just actually just speaking to God. And it's concerning Nigeria and everything that has been going on. It's more like a word of encouragement, a word of hope, because um, I know that a lot of people are already losing hope. So. Um, today's bible you know chapter we're going to be referring to the whole chapter um first samuel 17 everything in that chapter we're going to be referring to it right so um the first thing i have to say is you don't pick up the sword you think is best to fight a battle and in the bible it tells us that david was a shepherd boy he was a shepherd boy please refer to i don't know if you guys could actually read your bible please read your bible and actually go through everything i am saying so you know that every word that i say is not from you know it's not from my from my own vocabulary or <laughs> or anything it is what the bible says and we're using i use new living translation right but i guess any bible could actually do so um well Starting from 1 Samuel 17, verses 4. There was a giant, right? The Philistine or Philistine. I don't know how to pronounce that. And um, they had Goliath, right? Who was nine feet tall. He had, he had been fighting since he was a young boy. And he was literally their champion, right? Goliath was the champion of these people. So when the Israelites and the Philistines, when they came, there was a valley separating them from the other, from their opponents. Do you get? So, but still them being separated, the Philistines sent in um, Goliath. And, you know, Goliath came forward, you know, boasting, giving them words like, yo, uh, do you know who I am? You get what I mean? I'm going to read exactly what he said. Um, bear with me, guys. I jotted down a lot of things. So I have to like be referring to it. So I don't use my own words. But actually the words that are here. Um, okay. So, First Samuel 17 verses 4 to 7. That's what I'm about to read. I will just say the main point. Then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the of the ranks to face the forces of Israel. One, number one feature, he was nine feet tall. That should be considered a giant. Number two, he wore a bronze helmet, helmets, and his bronze coat of mail weighed 125 pounds. He also wore bronze leg armor and carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam, tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him, carrying a shield. Now, number one. Goliath had everything to win a battle. 
I will bring that down to Nigeria terms. Our government, the people, the people are fighting with, whosoever it is, you know, the oppressors, they have everything to win a battle. They have power, they have guns, they have every other person in power, you know, at their back, you know, they have whatever, they have their little toy gods, their little gods, and whatever chance that they say, you know, and um, when the Israelites, right, when the Israelites, these are, these are champions, though. these ones, they are like armies of Saul, these are the, the armies of Saul, and when they saw him, hmm, they were gripped with fear, you know, the Bible in 1 Samuel 17 verses 11 says, when Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified. Do you know what it means to be terrified? That means they were like, fear is like the first stage of being terrified. Terrified is like, oh more, I am literally like, I'm done. Do you get? And they were deeply shaken. Please, I'm using New Living Translation. You could use any other Bible to be honest. Then 1 Samuel first samuel 17 verses 12 introduces david david was the last born of jesse jesse had eight sons he had eight sons his first three sons the old the oldest ones were already in the army of saul right so jesse was literally playing it safe jesse was playing it safe and jesse was in you know jesse was just tending the flock for his father like he was a shepherd boy just a regular shepherd boy i mean what does a shepherd boy actually know how to do on the battlefield right that's the same thing i taught and you know it was very funny because it just made me realize what god is always trying to tell me that you won't be qualified by men but by god so whatever it is that you're trying trying to do you're not going to men you're not going to seek your approval from men you're going to seek your approval from god if god says you are qualified then you are qualified you are not qualified because a man says you're qualified you're qualified because god has given you what it takes to win the victory and then david went back and forth so he could help his father with the sheep like david went back and forth so he could help his father with the sheep in bethlehem david at that time did what was best known for him to be doing which was handling the simpler task you know what his father told him to do what he was known to be doing a shepherd boy and putting his mind on and not putting his mind on the tough things on and not putting his mind on the tough things but god saw this so guys it literally took the israelites 40 days and 40 nights before they actually started fighting you know it took them 40 days and 40 nights delay they were delayed because of fear they were delayed because well they didn't have a knife fit champion like goliath or like the philistines they didn't have that all they had were just regular men regular men that you know were just fighting for the king fighting for their kingdom right 
and then God opened the gates. The gate he opened was through David. Jesse's Jesse sent David to go and give his brothers food. Take this basket of roasted grain and these 10 loaves of bread and carry them quickly to your brothers. Those were the words of Jesse. David was God's champion. David was God's champion. Goliath was champion of the Philistines, right? But David was God's champion. And David, you know, this was this was this was like a door that God had opened. Now, relating this to Nigeria, God has opened doors. He has opened doors. He has opened the minds of people. He has opened the people that he has qualified. He has opened their minds. He has said, These are the people that I have chosen. These are the people that I know are capable of this task. Though they may not have what it takes in human terms. But these are the people that I have chosen. And these are the people that would win with me. With God. And then David arrived at the camp, right? Just, uh, just as the Israelites were about to you know, leave for the battlefield. I mean, if they had left, they literally would have all died. Let's be realistic. They would have all died. All the Israelites would have all died if they had left, the, if they had left for the battlefield, you know, with, without David actually, like, coming in. Do you get what I mean? And then it's the same thing. It's the same thing everyone's always saying that when you fight, when you fight, you don't fight with your human mind. You don't fight with your human mind. You don't fight with, oh yeah, um, I'm nine feet tall. Because honestly, realistically speaking, Goliath had everything, everything to win the battle against the Israelites. He had everything. He was nine feet tall. He even had like an armor bearer. He had everything to win the battle. But like having everything is nothing to God if you don't have him on your side. Now, David got to, please guys, just make sure you're reading the um, the whole chapter with me. Just be going through because I don't want to read the whole chapter because it's really, really long. But you guys could actually go through it to see what I'm saying. Every word that I'm saying is in the Bible. So I'm not saying anything from my own terms, except when I'm explaining and breaking it down in Nigeria. And then um, it took them 40 days and 40 nights, right? Which means the timing of God is not of man, but it is perfect for the season. I'm sure 40 days and 40 nights, they were already like, on the seventh day, they were probably already like, yo, um, we've lost, oh, let's just go and see, you know, let's, let's just fashion this. But then they had many more days to come. And those many more days were days that, you know, God already planned his plans to actually manifest so the time and season of god is not of man it is not of man and then um verses 23 as david was talking with them goliath the philistine champion this place made me laugh because as david was talking with them goliath the champion from gath came out from the crowd from his rank from his philistian rank then david heard him shout his usual rant towns the bible says the bible used towns but i'd just say rant you know david now sorry goliath just ranting yo you know to the army of israel 
Goliath was boasting. Now let me explain that verse. Goliath was boasting. He trusted his is you know is stature he trusted his weapons and everything was enough to give him victory so he boasted of his own strength and victory that is not what we would do that is not what we would do that is not what we're going to rely on you guys we're going to rely on strength from god not because we know how to fight not because we know the tactics not because we know the history or whatever it is that the government have put in place not because of that you know not because of that then verse 24 as soon as the israelite army saw him that is goliath they began to run in fright now when i read this i just laughed because this verse made me refer back to hebrews 3 verses 1 using intern like niv new international version which says we fix our eyes on jesus you know fix sorry fix your thoughts on jesus and also first corinthians 4 verses 18 i love this verse so much it says so we fix our eyes not on what is seen because what is seen is temporary but on what is unseen since what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal we can see that these people I mean like yo you guys i don't even want to go deeply into how i felt seeing my brothers and sisters being killed tortured and just defendless it was irritated i don't even want to go into that guys because i've been so angry this past days like this past few days i've been so angry and i think that I have been able to let my anger go into just speaking to God about it. Okay, moving on. And then, um, things that are seen are temporary. Things that are seen like men, money, power of man. Things that are seen like, let's bring it down to Nigerian terms. Things that are seen like, oh, the soldiers, their uniform, their weapons. Um, I saw a video where they were carrying the new tanks or whatever i don't know what they call it but it's all these like tanks that they use for their uh, war you know imagine imagine a nation actually fighting their people like they're going to war disgusting it is so disgusting you carry your tanks like you're coming to fight you're coming to fight your opponents these are your people these are your people these are your people guys but okay they carried the things they thought would make them win or the things that they plan <laughs> to win to use to win right which are their tanks <sighs> but the things that are not seen the mercy of god the grace of god hope 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 i hold on to this word so much i mean like seeing the videos i have seen this past days have scarred me and i feel like it's not only me it's you the videos have scarred you the videos have scarred your brothers your sisters your friends you know it's everybody so it's not just me so like i've seen these things but i've refused to let those things make me scared and i believe that a lot of us too will actually refuse to let those things make us scared so going back to david's story 
and then um david was disgusted <laughs> oh my gosh david is one of my favorite bible characters to be honest because david was disgusted david was like yo who is this pagan philistine anyways that is allowed to defy the armies of the living god oh thank you jesus who is the pagan those were the words of david read on to verse 26 these were the words these were the words of david imagine a shepherd boy actually looking at a giant and you know just belittling the giants like yo like who do you think you are david was a young boy david wasn't a man you know the bible also records that saul said young boy he referred to david as he referred to david as a young boy meaning that saul like david was obviously young i mean it was the last born of his father he was young and then his brother was so irritated you know his brother was like ah, what are you doing do what you want to do and go back but david went ahead because the spirit of god was in david the strength of the living god was in david david was strong david was brave david had confidence in god david put his trust in god and david went further and david asked about the situation on ground david asked about the situation on ground david went ahead to ask from one man to another you know it's also record it's actually recorded in the bible and then people went to tell saul that ah, or more this is situation of things and Saul requested to speak to David and Saul underestimated him he said in verse 33 don't be ridiculous there is no way you can fight this Philistines and possibly win these are the words that we hear as Nigerians as youth as like Nigerian youths these are the words that we hear these are the words that our parents are telling us these are the words that the government is trying to they are not saying it plain they are not telling us yo you won't, you've lost or um, you don't know what we have planned for you they're not saying it these are not the words that they are saying straight they're not saying this word straight but <laughs> in the speech of the of the mr president in the talks the governors the people in power these are the words that they are saying to us. Don't be ridiculous. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You want to come. You just came into the world 20 years ago. Do you know the battles we've been fighting? Even before your own father conceived you. We've been looting. We've been stealing. We've been oppressing. We've been killing. And we've not been caught. And we won't be caught. That is, that is exactly what they are saying. Saul so ridiculed David. Going back to the word, Saul ridiculed David. I was like, "There's no way you can win this fight against the Philistines. There's no way you can possibly win." He said, "You are only a boy. He has been fighting. He has been a man of war since his youth." Who? Thank you, Jesus. These people have been stealing. These people have been stealing. They've been doing all these evil things since they were young men since they were since they were young men these people are known for corruption these people are known to oppress the poor these people are these people are known to be greedy to be selfish to be wicked their hearts are evil the same thing to goliath the same thing referring to Goliath. Goliath had been fighting many, many, many wars. Goliath had killed thousands of people. 
the same way these people, the same way our government have killed thousands of people through their oppression, through their greed, through their corruption, through their anger, through their wickedness. David had been killed, sorry, Goliath had been killing innocent people, both innocent, both not. Goliath had been killing till we met David. Now, they would do all these things till they meet our generation, till they meet the youths in this generation, till they meet us. Then they know that victory belongs to Jesus. Back to the word. Um, uh, Saul gave David his weapons, right? So after David, you know, David trusted God. Let me tell you guys what David said. Um, I don't know why this chicken is crocodile don't get it don't get it at all but um okay so uh first samuel 34 verses 37 if you guys can hear the chicken crocodile please ignore it you know it's very early in the morning and i just felt let felt let to do this so you probably hear them a lot so verse 34 to 37 right but david persisted david said I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. He said, when a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamp from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamp from its mouth. Oh, thank you, Jesus. From its mouth, if the animal turns on me, I catch it by its jaw and club it to death. We would catch them by their jaw and we will club them to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I would do it again to this pagan Philistine. Oh my God. Hallelujah, you guys. Hallelujah. Oh my God. I don't even understand. Like this, I can't, I can't express how I feel reading this. Like it has given me so much hope. And then he said, he has defiled the armies of the living God. You guys focus on how David emphasized on God. He wasn't saying they've made me angry. I'm angry. They've destroyed my shop. They've spoiled all my things. He wasn't moving on his own anger. He was moving from the anger of God. It was what God put in him that he was using. He wasn't angry because they had already disrupted his own sheep. No, it wasn't because of that. It wasn't because his brothers was in the, were in the army. It wasn't because his brothers were there to fight. He knew that this battle was of the Lord and he knew that God would give him victory. Then David said, the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said. May the Lord be with you. So Saul, yeah, in verse 39, Saul gave David all the weapons, gave David the, gave David sword, gave David this, gave David that, you know, and, you know, he strapped David, he strapped David up and when david wore everything david was uncomfortable <laughs> bruh like a shepherd boy and you put giving him um things meant for people of war you know david was uncomfortable so he took it off he took it off i'm sure when david took it off everyone was like oh yo you're gonna die today you're gonna die today you're going to die today but that wasn't david Mm-mm. david had faith in god David's hope was so high. The Bible says that if you have faith as little as a mustard seed, you would you would say to this mountain, move from here and it would move. Faith, you guys, faith. 
faith is not because we can already see the line faith is not because we can see the door being opened faith is knowing that when we get closer to the door when we are ready to put the door handle down the door will open that is faith then um he picked up david picked up his stones like picked up five stones from the strings and put it in his shepherd's bag then he went forward and you know when david now went forward to you know let's go and fight now and then goliath came out started insulting david and cursed david with his own gods i mean his little gods let me emphasize gods gods these people let me tell you the truth they are wicked they are weak why am i saying let me tell you the truth it's known they are wicked and most of them are fighting with what they know best which is their little already defeated gods their little already defeated gods see money is the root of all evil yo money is the root of all evil some of them money has blinded them they have you know put a lot of hatred and wickedness in their hearts because of money so these people are fighting us from that part these people are fighting us from their own weapons of warfare our own weapons of warfare that's what we have which is god our weapons of warfare they cannot see it we cannot see it we cannot see our weapons of welfare but we know it is there we hope and faith because we know that what we what we can see is temporary we can see their weapons of welfare we can see their power we can see their influence on the news we can see their influence on the media on the traditional media we can even see their influence on internet on the internet yeah because some of them some of our own youths are still standing for them some influencers have been bought by them some celebrities have been bought so yeah and then as i was saying david moved forward you know david just ignored what this guy was saying like knock it off let's just fight you know I don't have time to be arguing with you man let's just let's do what we have to do and then goliath was coming forward and david started running david ran and he reached for his for his bag and took the stone and then he he struck and then he struck goliath you guys i don't know if you can i'm literally sweating (laughs) I'm literally sweating from just saying this. I'm literally sweating from just saying this because it's so powerful, guys. When I was, um, because I just went off um, the Hallelujah Challenge with Nathaniel Bassi, right? And I just, you know, I went ahead to just pray a bit, you know, and just, I watched something and I just felt led to read this. And God was just speaking to me through the, through the, through his word and just speaking to me and, I felt led to say this but you guys we can't lose hope now we cannot lose hope now and i just want you guys to know that we're not fighting against we're not fighting against toddlers <sighs> we're not fighting against people that don't know how to fight david was not fighting against an amateur 
David was fighting against a man that had been fighting since. Was fighting against people that have been in this system of wickedness, this system of corruption, this system of hatred. They are used to shedding blood. They are used to killing people. Blood is nothing to them. They are heartless. They are wicked. And we need to know what we are going to do. We need to be able to fill ourselves up with the Spirit of God. We need to be able to hear from God, directly from God. We cannot fight carnally. We cannot fight with our human understanding. We need to put this fight with God. I know that a lot of people online right now are just like, yo, you guys, Nigeria has been praying since. Nigerians are one of the, you know, prayer warriors in the whole world and all but nothing has happened true we are one of the prayer warriors but not true a lot has happened a lot has happened if you don't think a lot has happened from us praying a lot from our parents being so prayerful go to other countries and see how successful nigerians are simple so we cannot give up now we cannot give up now as a matter of fact god also used an like God also spoke to me using an example of funny thing. I was talking to my dad today and we we're talking about something and an example just came to my head because God always speaks in like to me, he uses like human examples, you know, examples that you're able to relate with because I'm all, of course he cannot be talking to us in his own, <laughs> in his own big, big grammar, but he spoke to me and, um, the example I used when I was talking to my dad is what he used to explain this term to me. He said, um, there's a farmer, right? There's a farmer and he goes, you know, he has planted his crops. You know, he prayed to God. God, um, I'm hungry. I need to eat. I need to do this. How do I plant this? How do I do this? And God helps him plant the crops. God, you know, assist him. You know, okay, do this, do this, do this, do this. Oh, plants, crop planted. Oh, that, 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 that. You get what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, guys. And, um, okay, it's time to invest. It's time to uproot. Now, in terms, God has already helped us. In terms of our prayers, the years long of prayers. God, see, the Israelites, the Israelites had already been praying for a long time. The Israelites had been praying. Then finally, Finally, God heard the cries of the Israelites. Finally, God has heard our cries. Finally, God has seen our pain. Finally, God is here to fight for the oppressed. And finally, victory would be ours. Amen. And then, um, you guys, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very angry in my spirit. (laughs) I haven't been able to say much about this because I just feel I didn't want to speak of my own understanding i didn't want to just come online and say oh ba, ba, da, 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 shoo, sha, 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 sha. full stop i wanted to speak you know from my spirit from the spirit of god and not just from me so yeah the story of the farmer and then um the farmer says oh god i don't have money to actually take an okada to go to the farm to actually uproot my crops to invest my crops and god says don't worry i'll send you a help okay god sends a help in this term, in this term, guys, in this term, God sent social media. Whoo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God sent us social media. 
we have social media we have the internet we have control over that we have the internet now god has said oh yeah this is your location now this is your means of transportation this is your means of exposing them this is your means of opening opening like this is your means of giving lights in darkness this is your means now you have it now go forth and shine then the farmer gets to the farm he gets to his business place and um he has his cutlass he has his you know he has everything basically he has everything he he needs to or put but he goes oh god but my hand hurts oh oh god i'm too weak after that long journey to the farm i'm tired now we would say god after all those retweeting god after all those postings god after all those taggings god after all those petitions god after all those things by the way guys i don't know don't sign any petition i've just been seeing some things online i don't really know so much about that but i'm not telling you to sign any petition okay but right we're great like i know a lot of us are saying yo i'm tired i've retweeted like never before i have tagged like never before i have signed like never before i have screamed like never before and i've walked like never before so now god has to move but god cannot move because your hands are beside you we are still standing god has given us an avenue now we as a farmer Using the farmer as an example, we need to be able to pull up the cutlass. We need to be able to use our hands and uproot. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hallelujah. We need to be able to actually uproot these people. We need to uproot. We need to uproot. And we will uproot in Jesus' name. Amen. So we actually need to be able to uproot these people. Because God has already given us victory. Victory belongs to Jesus always has always will be sorry guys i'm trying to look for um a verse that um nathaniel um pastor nathaniel bassi has been using during the alleluia challenge it says um something approach uh this will take a second uh oh wow i don't know why this happens when i need um a scripture <laughs> It just needs to disappear. I don't get it. But yeah, guys. Um, when I find it, maybe I will put it in the description. But the, um, it says, you know, we need to uproot. Because there was one time, um, I think the first night we prayed and just praised God. We actually uprooted. So we need to be able to uproot bad leadership from Nigeria. We need to be able to uproot corruption. This podcast has gotten so long. <laughs> but you guys, I am angered. I can't lie. I am pissed. Oh Lord, I am pissed. I can't express how I feel. The past few days have just been a roller coaster of emotions. Above above everything, I'm really grateful that I've been able to just keep my mouth shut. I've been still. I've just kept my mouth shut and just try to listen to god you guys we're going to win i know that it sounds ridiculous for me saying it it sounded ridiculous when david said he was going to fight i know it sounds ridiculous but god but we are going to win you guys 
Don't get tired. Don't grow weary. Keep your keep your eyes on God. Look unto God, the author and finisher of our faith. Don't don't look at them. They are evil. Yo, I can't. I don't know if you guys can notice, but I'm trying so hard not to get emotional on this topic. Ah, no, no, no. I won't get emotional on this topic because. Nah, 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 nah. Anyways, guys, if you've listened this far, thank you. I pray that as you have listened this far, I pray that hope will be restored in your heart. I pray that you will see something different. You would see a new Nigeria that God is birthing through us. You know, this generation is amazing. It's amazing. I always used to look down on my generation till this year and I saw how powerful we are. Our voices are powerful. You know, I just want you guys to know that please don't fight carnally. Please don't fight with your emotions. Please, just this is the time. If you're not right with God, this is the time to get right with God. Forget every other thing that people have described what it means to actually be a believer. Dig into God. Dig into the Word of God. If you need help with that, if you need someone to help you, you know, just start. I can't literally help you with your relationship with God, of course. But if you need someone to just, you know, give you steps on what you can actually do, just reach out to me. Uh, my Instagram is Beppo underscore and or you can reach out to me through my blog DaringBepo.com or Twitter or anything guys DaringBepo is the name you can reach out to me and I just pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to you personally I pray that the Holy Spirit will direct you I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak and lead you more than ever thank you guys for listening um i hope you have been blessed i hope you have been encouraged i made this to encourage someone i love you guys from depth of my heart and i'm so proud to be in this generation and to be called a nigerian thank you guys Mwah.